What's that strain? Let's find out with Chris Ionson, Nova Cannabis store manager and educator. What's that strain? Once again, featuring Chris Ionson of Nova Cannabis, our educator here on the Cannabis 101 podcast as we are deep into episode 57. Chris, welcome back to the studio. We've had the technical aspects fixed. We can do it face-to-face as opposed to over mm-hmm. the phone last week. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dean. Not yeah. a problem. I'm excited about the, this one. Um, I... I always get excited um, when I see the words OG because uh, I just think that means uh, like, uh, well, I used to think that was original gangster, <laughs> but now I, I know there's a real, and we'll get into that in a second, but we're doing San Fernando Valley OG Kush by Simply Bear Organic. It's an indica dominant hybrid. So before we get into uh, SFV OG Kush, let's talk about Simply Bear Organic. Yeah, definitely. So uh, Simply Bear Organics is, is the recreational line uh, underneath uh, Rubicon Organics. So that's the the parent company. Uh, Rub- Rubicon Organics uh, was co-founded by Jesse McConnell and Peter Doig uh, in tw- uh, 2015 due to the lack of high quality organic cannabis in the medical market. And both these guys kind of have a a real cool background to them. Uh, They both come from the Whistler Medical Marijuana Corporation, Mm. which is some very, very, very high-end stuff that we see in the rec market. Very well-respected, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Their pre-rolls are are amazing. Their flower, too, is is real nice. So uh, Jesse McConnell, he was one of the co-founders of the Whistler Group, um, which was purchased by Aurora for $175 million, um, a few years ago. Uh, he got involved with cannabis in the early 2000s when a close relative became ill and there was a lack of high-quality organic cannabis mm. available for med- medicinal use. So, uh, you know, after seeing a, you know, a relative, uh, you know, deal with, deal with uh, some things, uh, yeah, I, I kind of appreciate that. I think that's pretty... Yeah, it, it, it's, it, you know, it definitely shows that there was something other than dollar signs for yeah. the reason that this person got into this, right? There was a, uh, a very personal cause and some passion to it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I like that you said like the the dollar sign thing because mm. that's something that I I totally feel like in the in this industry, uh, you know, I've encountered people who it seems that they're they're in the cannabis industry just to you know collect a paycheck quick or buck, yeah, yeah, a quick buck. It's you know it's it's hot right now, so uh, you know I'm gonna open up a cannabis store even though I um, I don't consume it regularly or you know. Um, so I, I do feel like whenever I see like a CEO that, uh, mm-hmm. of a company that I can tell smokes or has uh, a personal attachment or background yeah. or reason for it. Yeah. It's versus, Oh, I'm going to make some, some cash. So that's mm. great. Uh, so way to go, Jesse McConnell. Um, and then, uh, let's talk about Peter Doig. Uh, he was also with, uh, uh, Whistler as well. And, and he had overseen and written standards in organic cultivations, uh, for a range of fruits and vegetables at previous jobs. So, um, definitely a, a big part of that organic side. Um, yeah, and, and together they started, uh, you know, this this company in 2015. They're only one of six organic certified LPs in Canada. Wow. 
Yeah, um, and Rubicon also has a, a multi-year deal with a, with a German cannabis distributor, so uh, they've got access to that fast-growing German medical cannabis market. And that European can- medical cannabis market is exploding right now. Yes, big time it is. So um, yeah, it's a matter of time before we start seeing you know countries out there uh, you know legalize it. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's it's cool though. Simp- Simply Bear was created uh, in December of 2019 uh, under the Rubicon umbrella as mm-hmm. like a, a super premium organic cannabis provider, and, and they are. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, like these these pre rolls, uh, they hit hard, they slap. Uh, I also got their sour cookies uh, when it first came out. I got an eighth of that, and uh, tremendous looking bud, uh, really really high end stuff, very crystally, very terpy. Um, so really nice. Do they have a, a BC organic uh, Congo? Yeah, they've got a, a Creek Congo. Creek Congo. Yeah. yeah, I have had some of that, and that was uh, delicious too. And 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 I, I really like the packaging that they come with Ooh. the non pre rolls. Right, it's not the, the typical plastic. Yeah, yeah, it's like a nice glass yeah. glass case, and it's like kind of orange. It's I kind really of, like it's the color. Really, you know what? In a world where it's hard to stand out, yeah, it stands out. It's it absolutely stands out. In my deli case, yeah. uh, you can tell where the simply bear is. Totally, if you're, you know what you're looking for. So yeah. that's that's great. Yeah, good stuff. And and so yeah, these are in pre rolls that we have, but yeah. know that the bud that they the flower that they put out is really primo. When you look at it, it's yeah. good. So yeah, that, that's sure. good to hear. Yeah, and so uh, the uh, Simply Bear, they, they grow out of a 125,000 square foot facility uh, on, on 20 acres in the Fraser Valley in Delta, B.C. Uh, real legendary place for growing cannabis, um, and uh, th- that, that facility's got an expected production of, of 11,000 kilograms a year. Wow. So it's quite a, quite a lot of bud. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, they got their... Uh, Growing license in February of, of 2019 uh, for the the Simply Bear, uh, and then followed they followed by uh, the FVOPA certification, uh, and that's for the Fraser Valley Organic mm-hmm. Producers Association. So um, just adding a little bit of stamp, like it's on their packaging. Uh, this is certified organic product. So there are a lot of people that um, kind of call themselves organic. Because mm-hmm. it's very trendy right now to be organic. Whether you're in food production or cannabis, the word organic carries a lot of weight. So when you see somebody is organic, do some checking to make sure that company is. These guys have like triple stamped organic, basically. Oh, yeah. Like uh, have, have no stamp backs here. <laughs> yeah, very much so. It's a very clean organic bud that they're growing. Yeah. And, uh, and how do they grow it? Yeah, so all, all their plants are grown in organic, uh, hand-mixed living soil. Um, and living soil is a, a community of organisms that work together to break down organic matter and providing nutrition to the plants. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the ingredients used at the Simply Bear, uh, like within their living soil, is uh, Douglas fir bark, uh, worm castings. Kelp. Which is worm poop, basically. Yeah, you know, for for <laughs> those that aren't there, but it's it's the, the you know the best thing out there for yeah, that's uh, what you want that soil. in your in yeah. your soil for yeah. sure. It's you know good for the plants. Uh, kelp and, and fish meal too. Mm. Uh, kind of wrap wrap it up there. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. They, they've they've really kind of gone after this premium organic uh, sense, and they're killing it. They've they've really hit the mark with uh, everything that I've seen, and their stuff is selling really well too. Oh, that's that is uh, so good to hear. So, that's a little bit about uh, the uh, producer, uh, Simply Bear Organic. And again, uh, check out their flower. I 
dying to. I've been holding this pre-roll this whole time. I can't wait to get it going. So let's talk about San Fernando Valley OG Kush. Um, you know, the, the San Fernando uh, Valley is a, it's a very, uh, I think it's a very well-known place uh, in, in kind of like the history. Um, when it comes to cannabis, this is a classic. Can you explain the, the, the two letters, though, that people sometimes get confused with in OG? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so the the OGs uh, in OG Kush, um, you know, originally I think people were th- saying that it was a uh, original gangster, right. uh, a- as well as people. Uh, the term ocean grown has also come up uh, as right. well, uh, being you know a lot of cannabis is, is grown near the ocean. Uh, but uh, you know, as we will find out here, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna touch on on Josh D. Uh, he's uh, the creator of OG Kush. Uh, him and his friends, uh, they they meant uh, for the OG to stand for. Original because it was their original Kush that, okay. that they had grown. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, it's pre- pretty badass, man. Uh, OG Kush is a classic. Yeah. So let's talk about that um, as far as, you know, when, when we talk, like we did Granddaddy Purple. That's a pretty uh, well-known strain out there. This OG Kush, an OG Kush, that is, like when, when people start talking about like way back legendary strains, OG Kush comes up a lot. Yeah, it does. It's, uh, you know, it's the genetic backbone of a lot of West Coast cannabis strains. Uh, there's so many different phenotypes of, of OG Kush, too, uh, you know, that have been around with desirable traits. Uh, and they've gone on to be bred into other legendary strains yeah. like uh, like Pink Kush, Critical Kush, Girl Scout Cookies. Um, there's also a bunch of OG phenotypes that are out there like ghost OG, Tahoe OG. I've had Tahoe. It's really good. It is right. That's a, that's a really nice one. And then, and then of course there's the San Fernando Valley OG. Um, now the San Fernando Valley OG Kush is is a cut of OG Kush that was passed around within the San Fernando Valley. Um, the Cali connection, uh, it's a, a group of breeders, uh, in Cali, uh, one of their breeders by the name of Swerve, <laughs> uh, he had taken an OG cut and he'd crossed it with an Afghan number one, which is across the two land wow. raced Afghani strains. Yeah. And, uh, and he, he really kind of like fine tuned it into getting that, that San Fernando Valley OG Kush. So, uh, props to Swerve. Nice. For, Good job, uh, Swerve. Yeah. At a boy. Um, but, uh, if we want to get into like, you know, the, the real kind of history of, of the OG Kush, um, that started in Florida in the early 1990s. Uh, when Matt Bubba Berger uh, created a strain using a Northern Lights cut that he would name uh, Kryptonite. Uh, it also went by the name Crippy, Supernaut. <laughs> Supernaut, I love that. Yeah, and uh, according to legend, Crippy uh, ended up turning into, t- turning into Kush. Uh, because uh, Berger, Ber- Berger's friends, uh, Berger's friends were, uh, they were calling it Kushberries because of its colorful, dense, and round nuggets. Hmm. Um and it really, uh, so they're saying uh, the name is, is a sheer coincidence to the Hindu Kush Mountains. Right. Uh, which is something that I, I, I learned just recently because I had always assumed that uh, the name Kush came from, you know, the, I've, I've always known about the Hindu Kush Mountains mm-hmm. that cannabis was uh, found up there. But uh, according to this legend uh, with Matt Berger and his boys, um, they just named it because it's uh, Kushberries. Um, and so Bubba drove... Uh, Drove from Florida to Cali. He brought uh, his plants with him. Um, it wasn't until uh, he got a cutting of his, his kush uh, into the hands of California cannabis legend Josh D, or Josh Del Rosso, 
uh, that the OG Kush really took off. Uh, Josh D shared cuts with the OG, um, as well as cultivating knowledge with his friends and other growers uh, all over the world and kind of spread the, the OG Kush all over the world. And, and then we started seeing uh, different variations of it, uh, which is really cool. Um, in, uh, in Forbes magazine uh, in two, 2018, uh, Josh D did an interview with them. Uh, here's what he had to say about uh, the name OG Kush, mm-hmm. which we kind of touched on, but I just th- I thought this was a cool quote. Uh, so we, cho- we chose the name OG Kush because of the aroma coming off the plant, the greasy, oily trichomes that shine like diamonds. <laughs> the teardrop triangle-shaped nugs have a very low leaf to calyx ratio with a short flowering cycle. OG stands for original, so original Kush. It was meant to designate that this specific Kush was grown by our crew in a specific way. So, yeah, I, I think that's pretty cool, uh, you know, hearing it from, from the guy himself, yeah. uh, the and legend. So, I mean, it, with the help of, you know, Matt Bubba Berger, you know, played a role in, in the OG Kush, but we're, we're going to say that the, you know, the grandfather of OG Kush is, is Josh D there. And I, and I just love how crew uh, grown by our crew in a specific way. It really personalized yeah. what this cannabis was to them. Yeah, yeah, uh, but it, then it's also funny to see that there's been so many variations yeah. of OG Kush, which which uh, he's happy with. I think he's happy to see it kind of grow and become such a global strain. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, you can check out their website uh, when we talk about uh, uh, the Simply Bear Organic. It's uh, simplybear.com, and it's not just a name. Uh, you know, their website is simple. It's mm-hmm. It's there. They have, you know, their story, their products. There's not a lot of gadgets and bells and whistles. Yeah. And you know what? It fits with the name and the product, doesn't it? It just, like, you would, yeah. it, it would seem weird if you went there and a guy with a guitar popped up and, you know, like, all these <laughs> things going on. Like, it'd be like, wait, that's not bare. This is simply yeah. bare. Yeah, I was a big fan of the aesthetics of the site. I yeah. thought it just it looked nice. It was easy on the eyes. Yeah. The colors are nice. Totally. Uh, New, very neutral and, yeah. and just it's there. Yeah, and I also found, too, uh, all the information I was looking for was there. So uh, well done on the website, for yeah. sure. Bravo. Uh, and and it, it would be weird if there was a lot of bells and whistles going on <laughs> at a website at uh, Simply Bear. So uh, check that out. Uh, once again, that's www.simplybear.com. Uh, THC and uh, CBD that we're looking at uh, with uh, this one here, 22%. uh, We're starting to see some pre-rolls like this creep up there, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Definitely we are. Um, Yeah, this is 22%. So it's, uh, I'm going to say that's kind of a a higher range on the (laughs) THC. That's the level three, right? Yeah, that is a level three. (laughs) We're going to get into the uh, the effects and, and your personal experience with this. Uh, in a little bit. So we kind of covered the name a little bit. It's, you know, San Fernando Valley. It's, you know, the area that it's in, uh, it's sometimes shortened to SFV, but that's not be for any kind of legal situations. Like we've seen Girl Scout cookies has to be called GSC, things like that. Yeah. This is just, just an abbreviation, just like a nickname almost for it to, to shorten it, right? Yeah, it's just short term. Uh, you know, I think uh, stoners don't want to have to write down San Fernando Valley. All right, yeah, SFV yeah. is a lot easier. <laughs> um, I, I'm always reminded when I hear San Fernando Valley in like 1981, Fernando Venezuela took the Major League Baseball by storm as a Dodger, as a young Mm-hmm. Uh, Mexican player and people would take uh, t-shirts that said I'm from San Fernando or, or I'm uh, whatever and cover out the San and just have the Fernando uh, because <laughs> Fernando Venezuela from 
<laughs> you take it by storms at all. Whenever I think San Fernando Valley, I think of a great uh, Mexican Dodger pitcher. So anyway, uh, back to the actual uh, story that we're talking about. We talked about the name. Let's talk about the look. Uh, this pre we, we, we discussed earlier when you get their flower, it's good. This pre-roll looks tight. Yeah, it it's well done on the rolls. Um, it's a longer ha- half gram roll too. Longer skinnier, right? Longer skinnier, yeah, which I prefer to the short fatty. Yeah, so we've seen some really long skinny ones. This is kind of like in between the yeah. the short fat and the long skinny. You know what this is? Do you ever play ice hockey on Nintendo? Uh-huh. You just had the four guys. Yeah. You had the big guy with the slap shot, the real skinny guy that was fast. Then you had the middle guy. Yeah. That never, you know, the skinny guy was fast, but he got knocked off the puck. The big guy was slow. You always went with two middle guys. This is like the middle yeah. guy in ice hockey. It's the perfect <laughs> uh, blend of the long skinny and the short fat. And yeah. it looks tight. Yeah. Yeah. Really well done. Like um, you're not, you're not uh, bending it and moving it. Yeah. 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 It's a nice long filter too. Um, totally. Yeah, big fan of uh, of these pre rolls uh, for sure. What do you smell? So the smell for me uh, is definitely gassy. Yeah, like I was gonna say, like a diesel kind yeah, of a smell. Yeah, right? it is a gassy smell for sure, uh, and earthy as well. Um, when when I was smelling the like the jar the the pre rolls too, I, I kind of noticed like a, a hint of citrus to it as well. Okay, yeah. Definitely uh, get the gassy though, right off. Like that's what jumps yeah. off the page. <laughs> um, how about t- uh, terpenes? Um, we're, we're, first of all, can you, uh, for any new listeners, we haven't done this in a while, but yeah. for some newcomers, just give us a rundown of what a terpene is. Yeah. So, uh, terpenes are aromatic oils that secrete from the cannabis glands, uh, and they're going to provide, uh, you know, an, an aroma and a flavor to your cannabis. Um, so, you know, there's ones like uh, limonene where it's going to provide a, a citrus kind of flavor and smell to your bud. Um, but there's also uh, effects that go with terpenes too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it kind of varies and everyone does react differently to cannabis and right. to terpenes. Um, but uh, what we call the, there's the entourage effect and that's a very important part to cannabis. And that's, that's the combination of your THC content, your CBD content and your terpenes. And those three things put together is going to kind of equal the desired effect. And so terpenes are a very big thing. A lot of people, you know, don't come in shopping for terpenes. Hopefully in a couple of years, the yeah. industry changes a bit and we do find people. I mean, it's, it's occasionally I'll, I'll, I've had people come in saying, uh, I'm looking for strains with terioxaline. Eh? I do. I do for sure. Uh, and we'll, you know, we'll look, we'll deep dive and, and try and get them all the options and, and really talk about them. Cause oh, I think it's great awesome. when people are talking. So if you guys don't know what terpenes are, uh, look into them, Google them, uh, leaf. Ask got, your bud tender. Yeah. Ask your bud tender for sure. Uh, but you know, there's a lot of info you can get online too. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the terpenes that are in this uh, specific strain, San Fernando Valley OG Kush. Yeah, so we've got kind of four four dominant terpenes here. Uh, the first one is limonene. Uh, as I mentioned, that's going to be kind of a citrusy, lemony uh, mm-hmm. flavor and smell. Uh, next up is myrcene, and that's kind of uh, an earthy, uh, clovey kind of a smell to it. Um, and t- typically, you know, uh, with, with myrcene, there's a lot of like, I, I, I like to associate being couch locked with mercine, getting my chill sure. on with, with strains that are heavy in, in mercine. Um, the caryophylline is, is up there too. I know that's your fave. Yeah. It has, it has a nice peppery, spicy taste. Yeah. It, it just, it just, for me, what it does, you know why I like it is because it's noticeable. Yeah. It's like, uh, like somebody's like, uh, give me a nice bucket of water on my face. Cause it's just like, holy, it just jumped out at me. Some of the other ones I find a little bit more subtle, but when you get something with some spice in it, I notice it anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's what sure. I love about it. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, Caryophyllene's great. Uh, and then the, the last terpene uh, in there is pinene. Uh, and pinene, pinene's uh, cool, and that's it might be one of one of my favorite ones actually, Dean. Um, because it, it's going to provide that kind of piney, kind of woodsy mm-hmm. smell and flavor. Um, but uh, I, I've just noticed there, and there's a lot of heavy indicas that I've really been a fan of, you know, like kosher kush, um, the, the, where the pinene's presence, like I, I just enjoy it. I, lo- I love how I feel on, on strains mm-hmm. that are higher in pinene. So uh, definitely a nice one. All right. So uh, you mentioned it earlier. Everybody does react differently but there are some general desired effects that when you can look at the terpene uh, profile uh, when you've experienced it yourself when you can talk to other people what are the kind of the general desired effects for uh, san fernando valley og kush yeah so it's uh it's, it's pretty balanced uh you know there there's a lot of head stuff and a lot of body stuff when you when you consume the sf vog um it starts swiftly in the head Definitely, like as you're smoking it, I, I start to kind of feel things. I feel that euphoria. I feel kind of some fun things happening up there, um, and, and it's a nice cerebral buzz. Uh, and then it's followed by a full body numbing, uh, which just feels great. Uh, depending on where you're at in the day, you might hit the couch mm-hmm. and, and take a nap, or really just you know melt into the couch. Um, can expect munchies to follow. All right. I definitely got my munchies on when I was smoking mine. And uh, definitely stimulating conversations, too. I, I was on the phone, uh, and just, yeah, things got a little wild and, and funny on, on the last awesome. call. So, yeah, definitely definitely a fun strain. All right. So uh, we like to do the three W's to point out to people uh, who, what, and when this strain is good for. So let's start with the who. I'm guessing with the THC level, this is not going to be a beginner and, and probably not a level two. Yeah, no, you're right. It's not for beginners, um, and yeah, not for level two. I think yeah, two point five or higher. Like if you've been, you know, in the level two for a while and you're looking to step it up, uh, I think this would be a great choice. Okay, uh, but it definitely it's, it's got some kick, uh, and and that that twenty two percent THC. Um, I don't know. So on, on one of the joints that I had, it felt like it was just punched a little bit higher. Yeah, uh, you know, out of its weight class there. So all right, what about the what? Uh, what it's good for? Um, chilling movies. Uh, uh, video games, I think would be great. Uh, uh, social gatherings too. Like I think once, you know, this COVID stuff is, uh, settled down a bit. I think that, uh, some San Fernando Valley OG Kush would be great for, you know, hitting the barbecue with some pals. Um, yeah. Um, how about, um, okay. I'm going to do a little ra- water rafting trip. Do you mm-hmm. think this would relax me too much? Um, uh, do you think maybe mm, this isn't no. one that you want to do with sort of physical activity? This is one you want to do with a little bit more chill. I, I think like a chill physical activity. So I think like floating would be great for it. I don't know about playing a soccer game or, you know. Going uh, for a bike ride. Yeah, or... going for a bike ride. Uh, okay. But I, I, I do think chilling on a raft or just floating on a dinghy. That's what uh, I got planned. Yeah, I'm going to say this is this would be great for that. All right. <laughs> I am going to go with that. Um, but you also talk about movies, video games, social gathering, which is a, a great thing. And we're starting to see, um, you know, this would be great if you guys uh, you had like a Zoom chat or FaceTime chat with some mm-hmm. friends, right? You know, yep. and you got to get that conversation. And as you mentioned, as we're starting to get back together, um, this will be a good social strain. What about the uh, when? The when? um I think any time of the day, uh, this OG works. Uh, I think it's pretty versatile. It's a, kind of more of like a set and setting. 
uh, for me. So, uh, yeah, I found that, you know, at the end of my, at, like later in the evening, if I was a little tired, I'd smoke it and, okay, um, it's a little indica dom. But I also found that, like, hey, I'd smoke it and, you know, I want to go, um, I'm stepping out to grab some groceries, do, do some activities. I was still good with that, too. So it just kind of, I think it depends where you're at during the day. So I like it. Uh, I'm definitely uh, getting the spice taste off this, the little hints of, like, uh, you know, peppery uh, kicks. What else am I uh, tasting? What else should people expect when we talk mm-hmm. about the taste test? Uh, so for me, it's, I find it to be very cushy, very gassy on, on the taste. Um, yeah. and also I, I found it to be very foresty. I think I made up a word foresty. Mm-hmm. Uh, now what foresty to me means is like, it's earthy, it's, it's piney and it's woodsy. That's kind the of piney and terpene, right? Yeah. And it's just, uh, that's, that's how it tasted to me though. It's kind of like, it reminded me of like being under a, a nice, uh, kind of redwood forest. Uh, you know, at dawn, um, it definitely has got, it's got some bite to it though. Yeah. Uh, I do notice, you know, it's, I can feel it as I'm puffing on it, but it's still, it's still a smooth smoke, which was nice. We talked about the smell being gassy. There's a definite gassy taste, like a, like a, not like, you know, like the, the diesels that you sometimes yeah. get out there. There's definitely that, like, I can always tell cause I get a, like a, just a certain taste in my throat when I have that gassy that it kind of sticks around a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. It's not unpleasant. That's what I'm not saying yeah. that, but it's very distinct. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's just, uh, that's one of the, the flavors of, of, of cannabis. You know, it's, uh, yeah. you know, we got citrusy stuff. We got fruity stuff. We got sour stuff. We got the gassy stuff, earthy, you know, it's, it's one of the, the flavors of cannabis. Definitely. Uh, mm-hmm. I am definitely digging this, uh, San Fernando Valley, OG Kush. From Simply Bear Organic, picked it up using Click and Collect at the Nova Cannabis location on uh, Jasper Ave, and and that is something that you know has made things made life so much easier for not just the customer but you. The process is so simple, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's great. Uh, you know, we got the notification notification goes off in store. Uh, my staff are really diligent about checking it um, quite quite a bit throughout the day. Um, yeah, we'll get the order prepped and ready. Um, we can also communicate with the customer too. There, there are times it's it's rare, but it'll happen where a customer will order something that just managed. It just right. happened to sell out. Uh, we're able to communicate with them and, and make a suggestion on a substitute. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah, it's it's been really nice to to have that, and and then just having the orders still ready to go when the person does come in, um, just allows for people to be quicker in the store. Beautiful. All right, Chris, this has been a lot of fun. I uh, can't wait for my uh, raft uh, dinghy mm-hmm. float uh, to have a little bit of uh, San Fernando Valley OG Kush from Simply Bear Organic. You can check them out online at www.simplybear.com. Use Click and Collect. Pick this up at your favorite Nova location. Thanks a lot, Chris. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dean.